0: Let's face it, the wedding guest count will decrease for the fall weddings and likely 2021 weddings. You're listening to Pistons and Prosecco. My name is Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Bar. We serve delicious drinks on draft in style to create a better experience for your guests. Now, a lot of folks were expecting 125 people, but due to a portion of their guests not wanting to either travel or attend large gatherings we might see more like 75 uh, guest count weddings and 50 guest count weddings if you were already starting out at 75 or 80. So that being the case there's some things to keep in mind when you're drastically decreasing the number of folks who are attending. Uh, The first thing that I think is really important is finding a venue that suits the size of your guest count. I, we have attended weddings at Jax 47 where the space could hold 250 people and they only had a hundred. So what you have is a big space, you know, a lot of volume and it's not being filled as it could be. So it looks somewhat empty. Now that's not going to ruin anyone's day, but it's something to keep in mind, right? Is how is the space, what is the space built for it? Is it built for a hundred people? Is it built for 300 people? So when you have an empty space, it just doesn't have the same vibe as a more cozy space built for that many guests. So if you already put a deposit down on a venue, unfortunately, it's something you can't change um, unless you want to lose that deposit and find a different venue. So in that case, I would think about doing partitions, you know, doing wall, um, room dividers, finding a way to make the space more cozy and intimate. Um, Not too cozy, (laughs) but enough so that it doesn't just feel like people didn't show up, right? Because if you go into a big space and it, there's only, you know, it's built for 150 people and there's only 20 people there, it feels empty, right? I mean, this is the case at any event anywhere, not just weddings. So if you're still looking for a venue, really think about how many people are actually going to show up and whether or not that space um, makes sense for that many people. Now, a lot of folks think, Oh, um, you know, the, the normal rate of RSVPs is maybe, you know, 80% or something like that. I don't know the figure. But in Asheville, it's higher because people actually want to come here. It is a destination for vacations. People can spend a week here and still have plenty left to do. So keep that in mind when you are looking at your guest count. Usually more people show up than not if they're traveling from out of state because Asheville has been a big vacation destination. The second thing I want to talk about is since you are decreasing the guest count likely, right? I'm just, this is all hypothetical. And you had an original budget of a certain amount. You can now do more stuff for the guests that do show up. So every guest, you know, we're talking at least $50, $100, you know, maybe 150 per guest. That's how much it costs to have someone come to your wedding. When we're talking about tables, chairs, food, um you know, the the service aspect, right? If you're having uh, people handing out hors d'oeuvres or something like that, each server costs money for each guest, right? So when you decrease that guest count, you now have more money to play with if you want to keep that same budget. So adding things in like live music and, you know, maybe a gelato cart or a champagne wall or something that you didn't think that would be, you know maybe appropriate before but now you have some funds to play with so thinking about ways to create a better experience for the guests that do show up right because they're probably going through lengths to travel they might be driving instead of flying or they might be taking those precautions to fly to your wedding so i'm a big believer in rewarding those that show up for your big day and you can do so by adding little either activities or features throughout And the cost is not going to be that great. I know there's a, as I mentioned, the gelato cart, there's one in Asheville and, you know, it might be around $1,000 or so for 75 people, maybe less, you know, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on it. But, you know, if you had 10 guests that are not showing up and your original guest cost was $100 per guest, that's now $1,000 that you could play with and get something like that gelato cart. I love gelato. Can you, can't you tell? (laughs) So this is an opportunity for folks who still have that same budget, but want to really create something fun and interesting or, you know, remarkable for their guests during the reception. Third point here is the whole weekend and the fact that maybe you want to spread things out. Maybe you want to have, you know, a really nice rehearsal dinner and then have some Saturday activities and then have the reception at night and then a brunch the next day. So again, we kind of go back to budget. um, And if you can spread that budget through the weekend, rather than doing this big reception for, you know, the original intended guest count, um, you could spend more time with the folks that did come right. And you can, Enjoy each other and take the time to to converse and and have a have a good time. So I'm a big fan of the wedding weekend. Um, this works perfect at summer camps or venues that have on-site lodging because then there's not all that transportation involved. Um, but if you do need transportation, you know, thinking about shuttles or some sort of carpooling system, uh, I think. You know, having just a four-hour period where you're sp- expected to interact with everyone is quite a lot to handle. So if you can uh, spread out the interactions throughout the weekend and have different events, you can really enjoy everyone without being stressed out. So the three things I think you should consider, um, I previously mentioned, is the venue. So figuring out if your venue is still well-suited for your intended guest count, And if not, either rebooking a venue or booking a new venue or partitioning the existing venue to make it feel um, more cozy and appropriate for that guest count. A second is improving the guest experience by reallocating money saved from not as many guests at your wedding and injecting really cool, fun things that your guests are going to remember for years to come. The third is thinking about spreading out your time with everyone throughout the weekend, rather than just for one big reception. So having a rehearsal dinner, the you know maybe some as I said some sort of activity on Saturday. Maybe you're all going for a group hike, something uh, fun like that, especially in Asheville, and maybe a brunch the next day. So I hope these suggestions help you think more about what to do with an intended lower guest count um, because I think that will be a reality in the future. And if you have any other ideas or feedback, you know, I'm always open to thinking about new ways to handle this. So email me at Bryce at Jax47.com. You can also reach me at jacks 47 dodge on Instagram. And our website is Jax47.com. I hope this helps. Hope you all having a great Friday and have a good weekend.